Hello and welcome to Dream to Shine podcast show. I'm Loretta Pasha Rojero. After 13 years of working as an overseas Filipino worker, I had a breakthrough on having a millionaire mindset that changed my inner and outer world. I believe nothing happened by chance. In recent years, I've helped to reach out and empower Filipinos to be free and rich. In this podcast, I will share my personal journey and ways to realize and achieve dreams one step at a time. Everyone is a gift with potential to succeed and shine. Join me in this journey for every dream matters. Welcome to Dream to Shine Show. I'm Loretta, and in this episode, I will be sharing about my married life, and it's about love is a decision. Do you remember when you were young, people often ask, what is your ideal man, or what is your ideal woman? I wanted to share about this old Filipino or Tagalog movie that I watched when I was in primary school, where the lead star is collecting photos of her ideal guy from a magazine, and then paste different parts that she liked into a blank sheet of paper. He li- she likes the eye of this guy, and the nose, and the mouth, etc. Until she formed her ideal guy. And the guy actually appeared in real life. They developed a good relationship, and all that, the rest is history, and they lived happily ever after. What I'm trying to point out is that we had to set something like a specification or the features and qualities of our ideal partner. We really have to clearly specify it. And I also learned that from my supervisors and managers when she shared her love story. So for my case, I wanted a smart, tall, good-looking guy with a good sense of humor and can make me laugh. And of course, I also prayed over my partner. This guy that I fell in love with, we live in the same village. but. He's in one barangay and I'm in another barangay. So barangay is like a division of that village. So we met at the choir. He was actually riding his motorcycle during that time. And I was at the, outside the church. And he skidded. So his entrance is really like, really caught my attention. So I guess that made the first impression really last. So we started as friends. We have a lot of things in common. We clicked. We had good chemistry. We're both proud and sometimes boastful and we make fun of people, other people around us or yeah, something like that when we talk. And then we both have big dreams, which is to graduate from college and get a good paying job. However, our romance is short-lived. It lasted, I think, about a year only. So we parted ways. But after five, I think about five years, we bumped into each other again. We took the same bus and chatted for a while, like, how are you doing? And ask one another because it's been five years. So he's heading to Laguna, is a like province very far from Manila, and I'm heading to Makati for my to go to my work. And then we started to reconnect and hang out with our old friends, and they started teasing us again. So we're both available that time. And then after a while, I had an opportunity to work here in Singapore at the National University Hospital. So I'm in the IT industry, and I thought. That would be the end, but we still continue to call each other. So after that, there was an opportunity for engineer, and he followed. So after a while, of course, we were already together here in Singapore, and we got married. And then we're blessed with a son immediately. So instantly, we became a family uh, here in Singapore. 
we have built our family. Falling in love is easy, but staying in love, well, that's the challenge. How can you keep your relationship fresh and growing amidst the demands, the conflicts, and just plain boredom of everyday life? Plus, with children. It's really very challenging. Just the two of you is challenging enough and then with children. And then I have my original family to support to and take care of and so is my husband. So there's really a lot of challenge. And what is the most challenging part as overseas Filipino worker in Singapore is that during that time is we were not able to get a dependent pass for our son. So he comes here every six months, then from Singapore, then fly back to Philippines. So it's like that. So our emotions is like roller coaster up and down. There's no school or class teaching us about relationships, especially marriage. We have to figure it out on our own. And then, it's also true that once you and your partner lives under one roof, you will start to figure out, will discover a lot of things more about each other. And then each other, or each one of us, will be able to press this button that may trigger something that will cause a lot of negativities, fire, and all these things. In the beginning of relationship. We are counting the ways of how do I love thee? Let me count the ways. We're so in love, mesmerized. But after getting married, and it's the reality, when the reality kicks in, you start to count ways of how you get into each other's nerves. After three years of marriage, we attended Marriage Encounter Weekend. Right after a long Chinese New Year trip to KL, Genting, and JB. Of course, during that trip, we're elated, we're happy. And the reason why we went for that trip, there was a long Chinese New Year holiday that time. And our son went back to Philippines. So I was like very sad. We were having our meal together and I was crying because my son is like one or two years old that time. I really get emotional with that uh, being separated from my son. And then he couldn't stay long with us. So that was a challenge. And During that time, our relationship also is on and off. Like with all these challenges around us, inside us and in our outer world, it's very difficult to relate to one another. Like we will go into arguments and all that. I'm sure couples, a lot of couples will be able to relate. And then I came across this book, Men Are From Mars, Women From Venus by John Gray. Well, in my previous episodes, I shared about I love to read books. Of course, I wanted to understand how to be able to relate to my husband. How can we overcome all the challenges of being married? So it's only three years, but it's on and off. And it's very difficult, especially when, when our son is away. So in this book, The Men Are From Mars, Women From Venus, I realized that any kind of relationship must be two-way. It's give and take. It's like, you know, dancing cha-cha. With the new insight... You have to add wisdom and power to change your approach rather than seeking to change your partner. So just realizing and understanding that he is from Mars and I'm from Venus is already like two different planets. So how are we really going to be able to fully understand it and comprehend one another? So but by accepting that you're from this planet and I'm from Venus, that I have my own ways and I have my own understanding and I have my own needs and you two have that. and then. We both, uh, what do you call this, agree that we have to communicate, give and take, and respect one another. Many times, a woman just wants to share her feelings about her day. And then, of course, once we shared, our husband would think that he wanted to help. He would interrupt and then offer a, like a solution, steady flow. Because men wants to fix, right? Want to fix things. So it's the same thing. They want to fix women. 
They want to fix whatever it is that is bothering us. They don't want us to be in trouble. But this kind of thing, like, I don't want you to fix me. I just want you to listen to me and uh, like have a listening heart and ear and be able to relate with me. Just listen. But then once they start to fix you and tell you what you should do, this and that, oh, then that's where the conflict and clashes comes in. So it's really very challenging. I can't speak for my husband. He may have his own uh, struggles because he has his own understanding. Since he wants to fix things, maybe that's how you speak also. So with this book, The Men Are From Mars, Women From Venus, I'm also learning how to understand him, how to listen to him, and how to support him. So since it's two-way, right? And it's a respect, it's a give and take. So when a man invalidates a woman's feeling, that's where the problem comes in. But if we don't know about this kind of things, it's very difficult to relate to one another. And that's where the problem is going to come. So now, those men are from Mars, women from Venus. And then during that time, uh, I mentioned about the marriage encounter weekend. So it's uh, from Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Because of a lot of, we really get on our nerves already. And lucky we went to Genting. So I was able to invite him to attend the marriage encounter. Let's go, attend to marriage encounter. We really hijacked that time. And he said, yes, I was surprised. Because he really doesn't like to attend this kind of seminars. So we attended this love marriage encounter. Friday. So Friday is okay. We're able to do the exercises, all the things that we're supposed to do in order to understand each other better. So we write love letters, focusing more on the feelings. There will be like questions for you to answer, different aspects of married life, like financials, your relatives, so many things. So we have to write to each other. And there was a point, I think whether it's Friday or Saturday, maybe on the second day, that, oh, it's like, we're on fire and like we we really wanted to run away and let's uh, let's not finish this anymore but of course the love will is stronger than all these struggles no we can't just give up even though it's very difficult to go through all those exercises and to be able to really connect with our feeling we still decided okay let's do this for our for our son think about it let's pause and then we continue on the exercises so what i learned from that Marriage Encountered Weekend is that because as we write, you know, we write love letter, we focus on the feelings and not on the person. Sometimes we blame the person, the other person, because of the button that has been triggered. So what we do is we focus on the person. I don't like you. I hate you. And so forth and so on. But actually it's the feeling. Why? Why am I angry? What was that? Uh, what is that thing that he said that triggers that anger in me? What is that button that he pressed? And so by writing the love letter, we're able to really figure out and focus on that, just the feeling. Because in my case, there were some incidents in my childhood or past experiences that, that actually triggered that button. So just facing that feeling during that time, oh, I'm not actually angry at you. It's that feeling that was triggered. So then you were able to share the love again. And then it's not really you, but it's just the feeling. Why am I feeling that? And I guess it's the same thing for him. But for me, I was learning a lot. And I was able to understand him better. A marriage encounter weekend is really very helpful for us, especially for me, because I was able to really try to understand him and myself also in our relationship, because marriage is two-way. And the most important takeaway in the marriage encounter weekend is that love is a decision. 
So you have to decide that you still love this person and it's not just what he's doing, but because you love the person no matter what. I married him because I love him, because I prayed for him, because he's the one that I actually prayed over for and wanted for, like a dream guy. And so that's my first story about how love is a decision. And I think it's not just about love. But everything in life is about the choices we make, whether we choose the partner that we're going to live with for the rest of our life or the career that we're going to choose, or if you want to be an entrepreneur or whatever it is that you dream of in your life, it's about making the right decision and holding on to it, you know, your your dedication, your commitment to this decision. So everything is about decision. So love is a decision, and I hope that with this episode, it will inspire you to be able to hang on into your marriage that it's about love, and why did you love this person in the first place? Whatever it is you're going through right now, if your relationship is okay, if your marriage is okay, then good, congratulations. But if not, think about the love, why you first loved this person. So just keep on going and achieving your dream as a couple. As a married couple. And I look forward to seeing you again in my next episode where I will be sharing more of my personal journey and breakthroughs on how you too could dream to shine. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me today. I'm honored to have you here. To know more about our mentorship, training programs, and done-for-you services, come and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com S-O-U-L R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list and be part of my Soul Rich Woman family. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Sending you my warm wishes and I'll speak to you soon.